0: Oh, okay, uh, into this, oh, uh, hello, patrons, this is Barnaby Sage, and, um, I'm here to thank you guys for, for giving us a lot of help and putting out, you know, these stories and adventures and friendships to you guys. Uh, so, so Chris Walsh, thank you, and Christopher Bruce, thank you, Mike Hammond, and Michael Pollard and Jason Campbell Olga Krasik thank you guys a lot Michelle B uh, Noreen Elizabeth Robert Andrews and David Forsey you you guys are, are just just the greatest uh, Heather Baird and Cheryl Nash Chelsea Deb Hilkey and, and Michelle Scott honestly w- w- without you guys uh, this this would be so much harder and, and lonelier so so thank you uh, Uh, that's it bro okay okay. Uh, thanks bye
1: Mox the Rain bounty crew right on who do you call when you want some vigilante justice the crew managed to escape the ticks and took off across the jungle after Buck Rusty met Tulip another bounty hunter on Shard's trail and they felt a team up was appropriate the crew met up by an abandoned warehouse and Doug pulled some feather tokens out of his pocket so they could fly up and after Buck, who disappeared into the mountainside. But the assassin was also there. That sounds like some filler text. Should I leave that in? I guess so. The crew dove into some exhaust tunnels and narrowly avoided being dusted by a blast of heat, with Squeak in the lead, riding Barnaby deeper into the mountain, hot on the heels of the assassin. Did we use that one already? No, hot pursuit before? good enough. Welcome back to Bounty Blunders.
2: <music> Barnaby and Squeak, you just ate this blast. So you get to continue sliding down through as eventually this like heat moves past you and you continue like rattling down. Squeak is laughing, I think like Squeak is having a great time with this. <laughs> <He's>
3: like <laughs> <"Nah, God." laughs> <laughs> yeah embers burning off his cloak and, yeah mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I think you're like hopping now too because Barnaby's shield is just red hot under yep. you <laughs> um, you see this figure in front of you completely unscathed just sort of put their cloak up in front of them and rode right through this and they pretty quickly reach out and just like kick off of a wall on the side and go shooting out a side pipe so you, you are going a bit faster so I'd say they're like 120 feet ahead of you now
4: Yeah, again, I think Squeak would just kind of bang on the shield, the hot shield uh, to get Burnaby's attention. It's uh, it's time to go. We got to make an exit.
0: Okay.
5: Yeah, and I'll just kind of poke my head slowly out of my shell as we rocket towards wherever this uh, outward (laughs) tunnel is. Yeah, you do still have the
2: feather tokens. Oh, yeah. Uh, actives. Oh, so yeah. you're able to just you, you can just sort of slow yourselves down uh, to get into this into this tunnel. OK, and Tulip, you drop down into the tunnel, just as you see everybody sort of poking their heads out, I think, from the side tunnels that they escaped into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going yeah, to rock it straight past them. Can they can they see us go out into this little passage or they won't be able to uh, unless you wait? Um,
4: I would just give a little whistle as, as Oreo climbs out of my cloak and would leave him
2: like on the ledge and you're going to keep going after this figure? yeah? I think we're yeah, we're in yeah. so you hear literally they like literally. they hit the ground and just and just uh, kept like rocketing down this down this pipe but it is more horizontal now with your feet you would know that you are just above the queens from down here so you've fallen like two full rings downwards F
3: 80 Yes, his, his feet. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought He's he was like, that. oh, I can... <laughs> it feels like the queen. Uh, the queen's. like mm-hmm. feel it in my feet.
6: <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe he can. Maybe above. the ground's hotter yeah, 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 down here. Li-
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Squeak does not wear
3: shoes, so
2: <laughs> <laughs> you do see them look over their shoulder as you come into this tunnel. And look at the two of you, but then disappear around the corner to the left ahead of you. The neck
5: next... I go to wave, and then when he disappears, I just kind of put my
4: arm down again. But well, like, never mind. If, if we turn the corner and see him again, I want to launch a rat
5: from my my ratapult. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Is it a t-shirt gun that's just filled with rats? No
4: on the on the inside of Squeak's arm, he has a like a mouse trap uh, that has you just been to edited to have a little tiny like bucket seat on it that he can fire rats out of. Rescue rangers, Um,
2: gotcha. The two of you take off. Tulip, you are falling, and I guess, what is Oreo doing? Uh, Oreo is just like waiting um, for any of them to come
4: down, and I think the moment uh, he sees any of them, they would hear in their head just this voice say, The rat and the others have gone this way, down this
2: tunnel (laughs) now. Uh, Would just
4: like an <laughs> echo rattling in your head.
2: <laughs> so Tulip, that happens. You see a small black and white cranium rat just standing like basically arms crossed <laughs> looking at you.
7: <laughs> yep. Tulip like comes to a, like he's been dropping basically vertically with his arms crossed the whole time and he comes to a halt <laughs> and sees this arms crossed rat and he nods to the rat and then just begins to sort of <laughs> walk Walk down the tunnel, and as he starts to walk, he like unfurls his cloak and puts it back on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so probably the three of us fly in behind Yeah, so you're all
2: making your way down this tunnel now. So you do turn the corner, and you do see this figure again squeak. So if you want to launch a rat. Yeah, rats ahoy. Oh, Ooh, that's only a 10. Uh, yeah, the rat goes, Spot. like, yeah. and <laughs> flies, like, just past, and then goes down another tunnel, and then that tunnel gets blasted with heat. Uh, Oh, no. <laughs> Your service will um, be
4: remembered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it cartoonishly pokes its head up, and its tail is a little bit on fire, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. That figure you see take a right. You can also see that they are... Gaining a bit of distance, they're they're faster than you.
5: Uh, he m- let them make a Wisdom save. Wisdom save, okay. yeah. They need to beat fifteen.
2: You feel you're able to sort of take hold of them for a moment, but something forces you away. So the the spell does fail.
5: Oh, that didn't work. And I'm just kind of doing my turtle tortoise jog with uh, squeak.
2: Uh, Rusty and Tulip, you would start
5: to catch up with Barnaby and Squeak
2: now, so you can see them making the turns in front of you. Then the next time you turn, you do... Squeak and Barnaby make a perception check. Uh, two plus six. Eight. 23. Over the sound of these hissing and rattling pipes all around you, you do see the edge of his cloak disappear to the right as he turns down another passageway. Mm-hmm. And then very quickly, you hear this loud
5: metal scrape. The metal scrape right in front of me or like around the, the turn right? Around you... that corner. Yeah, okay. Oh, this way, Squeak. As uh, I try to make my poor little tortoise legs go faster. Okay. I think Squeak is literally um, just like
4: because of the flying token has two arms on the back of Burnaby and then it's just like
2: flying <laughs> like a little flag. <laughs> Great. So you come around the corner and you see a pretty immediately another pipe heading downwards. This one is quite a bit shorter, and you actually feel like a really cool breeze shooting up through this pipe. And you can see that this pipe normally would go down and take a sharp turn to the left, but has been torn open, and so this blast of cold air coming up from the Queens is uh, whistling through this pipe in front of you. Hmm. And uh, Tulip and Rusty you would catch up at this point.
5: Do I see any evidence that whoever it was climbed out through that hole? You would see that there are two deep
2: gouges in the tunnel here that you could attribute to that figure's crowbar. Okay. Um, scraping down. It looks like they jumped out this hole, but used their crowbars to slow their fall.
0: Gotcha. Oh, it looked like they climbed out through that hole, I think, guys. Rusty pops his head out.
2: So, yeah, you, you lower yourself down into the tunnel and stick your head out, and you can make a perception check. And at this point, uh, Brass and Doug, you would you would catch up as well.
3: Hey. Do we have eyes on him? Yeah, they went out through this hole. That's a thirty.
2: <laughs> a thirty with
3: this wow. advantage.
2: <laughs> wow! Dear God! Nice. I got
3: an I got an eighteen and a nineteen. Oh, so it's nice. actually twenty nine.
2: Sorry. 29. Oh, that 29. Do it. Well, you don't see shit. Oh,
3: garbage. <laughs> ah, garbage.
2: DC thirty perception check. No, uh, twenty nine will do it. Um, you see. When you poke your head out, it's pretty much just, like, the whistling of this cold air, like, rushing past you into this pipe. And you look down, and what you see is a large courtyard with, like, a fountain in the middle. There's a couple of these, like, sort of blossoming pink trees. A couple of people walking around slowly, but mostly this area looks pretty deserted, which is strange because this is the Capitol building, which is where the United Families sort of hold open forums for the people when there are things that need to be voted on, uh, or announced to people. So it's kind of like this fortress structure with an open courtyard and kind of an open, almost like Greek forum structure. You look down at that, and then when you look to your right, you see the figure has been, uh, using these two crowbars to swing from pipe to pipe and are now sliding down a chain.
3: Rusty just turns back and says, I got eyes on them, follow me.
2: And, uh, and actually, with a 29, you would also see in the forum, uh, so you, you catch that figure making your way down to a pipe mm-hmm. and making their way down a chain and you follow their eye line, and you can see at this structure below you, Buck making his way in through an open window uh, above the forum.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. Is-
6: I got eyes on Uh right After me.
3: And, yeah, just flies out and gonna go along the pipe to where the chains were that they're, uh, sliding down. Yeah, Tulip follows. Yeah, follow and
2: to. suit. Yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. Mm-hmm. me too.
2: Ditto. Okay, so, uh, let's roll initiative. Net 20! 17. Yay.
7: 18.
2: 12. 21. Starting off this combat about 250 or so feet off the ground, is Squeak, 250 feet off the ground. But how many feet away from the
4: man in the cloak? 80. 80? That's within range. Squeak just yells out, get him, boys. And he can make a strength save as dozens of rats start climbing out of the woodwork and entangling him. Ooh, uh, that is a nat 20. Ooh. Thank you, Mitch's dice. No problem. No problem <laughs> there. Bad guy dice. It, uh, it does nothing, and I spend uh, my movement flying towards him.
2: Yeah, so the, I guess rats just like pour down the chains, but just sort of start falling off the sides as he just brushes them away. Hopefully there's uh, some people underneath, like
4: some well-dressed nobles and the queens or something that you know, are, are drinking a cup of tea this, and maybe a rat falls in and they're like Oh, good heavens! <laughs>
8: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's actually like, it's weird. This area is Super deserted. It's actually really strange to see anywhere in Mox the Rain with this few mm-hmm. people in it. But yeah, I guess someone pokes their head out the window and goes teacup first and gets a rat in it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Doug, sorry. I will uh, fly out uh,
8: 30 feet and cast Eldritch Blast at the figure with the crowbars. Okay. That sucked. That is going to miss probably 5 plus 7. Yes, that misses. Oh, well, there's two of them. Blam, blam. Mm-hmm. That also misses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you, yeah, fire off with this Eldritch shotgun, and the two, the two Force Blasts just, like, hit off the chain as they are, uh, just jumping down from link to link, using their crowbar to hook in. Then it is Tulip! I'm gonna run the 40 feet and just jump off the edge to fall. If you want, you can do, like, an athletics or acrobatics to use the pipes to use your regular movement, and then jump. Uh, I'd like to do that.
7: Yeah, actually, I'll use athletics to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got twenty-two.
2: Okay. Yeah. So you're you're able to sort of like jump out and like monkey bar across the pipes on the ceiling here, and okay. then drop down the chain. Cool.
7: Perfect. I guess I could still I'll still be flying after that, so I can just uh, drop down and my action is just gonna take a swing at them while I fly while I drop by.
2: Make an attack.
7: Okay. So he pulls out his longsword and uh, grips it in both hands. And swings for, uh, that's twenty two to hit on the first one.
2: That's a hit. Nine damage. Uh, this one might miss. It is fifteen. Fifteen is a miss. Yeah. Okay. So you, yeah, like monkey bar across the across the pipes, and then drop, and then stop yourself with the feather token right next to them, and take two swings. One of them like skims across this figure's shoulder, and you get a better look at them now. This person is wearing like a black cloak. They have a metal sort of face guard that comes across their eyes, just a slit that they can look through, sort of like a knight's helmet, but without the bottom. And you can see that they have a human face, but with these sharp teeth glaring at you from under this hood and through this visor. And then the second attack comes, and they sort of lash out with this bracer they have and just smack your blade aside. Is it, is it It's kind of <laughs> Robocop, Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> that was tulip and it is their turn. Alt criminal. Um so they are going to as they like smack away that longsword attack, they are going to Oh yeah, for sure this hit. Over thirty. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay. Go on. And <laughs> <laughs> just seeing how many attacks they get. Quite a few. Uh does a sixteen hit? Yes. Then that hits as well. So that's three attacks they all hit. <laughs>
5: We barely knew ye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one truly so knew So you it. take 42 damage. Pretty good. 18 of it is slashing, and the rest is fire. Like, as he smacks away, you see him start to sort of fall backwards as he takes out this little hooked short sword. And along the edge of it, you can see it it looks like it is molten lava. And he quickly, like, with an underhanded stroke, just, like, slashes three times across your chest. And you're just barely able to move backwards as this, like, heated blade just swings across the front of you. Mm -hmm. And then he is going to drop off this leg of the chain and fall and try to catch himself with the crowbar again so you can take okay. an attack of opportunity on him
4: i was just gonna say is this weapon something that
2: we would see like members of the molten watch having make a history check i don't know if you would have ever physically seen anybody anyone from the molten watch uh that's only a nine so probably not yeah so you, you probably haven't seen anybody from the molten watch
7: i'm gonna use my uh, stones endurance to reduce some of that damage. That is a d12. Okay. Nine plus three is 12 damage, and that is reduced. Okay, now the second thing is I'm going to use, instead of using my attack of opportunity, I'm gonna use my tattoo, my blood fury tattoo, which one of its abilities that it gives me is that if I obtain damage, I can use my reaction to hit back with advantage. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah, so I guess what I'm imagining is that uh, this weird creature or whatever slashed across the chest and stone endurance, he uh, he just pushed into the blade and just stopped it on his chest, and it cut through the the front of the admiral's uniform. And then he looks down at it, and then he looks back, and then he uh, is going to go for a second. He's going to go for a swing with the with the longsword, with and this time it's twenty two again. So I guess that's a hit for five plus. Okay. 8 damage.
2: Uh, So you swing as they fall, and they kind of twist in the air and try to do, like, a full turn and catch themselves again with the crowbar, Mm -hmm. but the crowbar actually slips out of their hand, Mm -hmm. and they start to fall. Uh, so they are currently falling. (laughs) And, Barnaby, it's your turn.
5: I'll use my action and movement to fly towards, uh, towards that figure. Okay. Brass.
6: I'm going to um, jump out this hole and, I guess, fall my flying speed, and I'm going to cast Melf's Minute Meteors. It creates a bunch of little balls of fire around me. And at the same time, I'm going to use one of my dragon bloodline things and a sorcerer's point to make myself resistant to fire. So that's my elemental af- uh, affinity. When I cast a spell that does fire damage, I can... And a sorcery point to gain resistance to that damage type for an hour sick for an hour cool okay
2: so what does this meteor spell do
6: creates six tiny meteors in your space they float in the air and orbit you for the duration of the spell when you cast and on uh, as a bonus action on turns thereafter you can expend one or two meteors sending them towards a point of your choosing within 120 feet it impacts each creature within five feet of the point of impact, um, makes a dexterity saving throw. They take 2d6 on a failed save or half on a successful one.
2: Did you want to use any of those now or just leave them up?
6: I'm going to leave them up for now.
2: Okay. And you're flying down sort of after them as well with Barnaby?
6: I'm flying kind of straight down.
2: Straight down? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Then it is... Rusty are falling, currently? They're, like... They are currently falling, yeah. Tulip knocked them off the chain. They're pretty capable, and, uh, they thought that they could pull off something cool to get some extra movement in, and now they're fucked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna... Rusty's gonna hold an action. I mean, I'll, I'll just use this ability now, Inspirational Presence. Just gonna use that now, so Rusty just goes, like... Uh, Grinch, go. Yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like, all right, inspiring. great. Inspiring. Yeah. Um, not not high on the charisma. Yeah, and just drops and flies. Yeah, like they. I'm holding an action if catch on to something to attack them. Okay. What what does your inspiring presence do? Uh, the next time I hit with my heavy irons, uh, all allies within 30 feet gain temporary hit points equal to the damage ideal. Oh, cool. So that, and that's,
2: that's with your magic item too, right?
3: Yes. That is my magic. Yeah. That's on, that's one of the five charges off my uh, heavy iron. My heavy iron. Delilah and Starlight, my closest friends.
0: Oh.
3: We just met, Barnaby. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, yeah, I'm just trying to fall with uh, Brass and uh, uh, Barnaby and Doug them within 30 feet of me. so for for everybody falling i'll give you
2: this option uh you can just stop flying and start flying again um yeah so oh, like if that's you don't what not have thinking. if you want to go down you don't just have to go 40 feet down you can oh. go like if you want to be on the ground you can kind of be there
3: uh, how far can we fall in a around technically it's
2: i think you fall 600 feet immediately when you fall is the rule um <laughs>
5: Okay. <laughs> D. D. Yeah, D-, D- right. yeah.
3: yeah. There's a lot all of force. Oh, Rush is on the ground. <laughs> yeah, grab <graduation,
5: laughs> like a rush like a mean? mandatory misty step.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just fucking so
7: fires. if I weigh 10 kilograms and uh, I accelerate <laughs> infinity meters per second, I, t- I think I turn <laughs> into <second>. dust. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. We'll, we're gonna cause a like. And a, so does like a, the a, Earth below a you, a black hole in the, in the yeah. core <laughs> of this planet.
2: The real boss fight in this in this campaign is falling that fast in a volcano. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. Well, if that's the case, then then yeah, I would want to I would want to be on the ground the same time as that guy does back in my turn. But I'll wait till it comes
2: around. Now, now that he is falling, you can all sort of be on the ground at the same time. And it is back to Squeak. Uh,
5: yeah. I guess Squeak
4: does a superhero landing, slamming it into the ground at 600 feet uh, in a split second. Um, and then, sorry, I guess just to confirm, how far away from is is he from us? If we're all on the ground,
2: uh, I'll just do this. I'll just do this now. Then, so I'm. I'm just gonna have them save for the. So they're going to take a buttload of damage.
3: I mean, know, we were shitting on
8: down. D&D Beyond Dice, but <laughs> the real dice... <laughs> it's not...
2: I, I've I think 21d6. 21d6. He fell from 210 feet. He does fall, and you see him sort of like almost catch himself in a way, like starts running down the chain in a bit more control and does like roll when he hits the ground, but he is limping a bit when he gets up to start making his way towards the... Uh, Uh, Yeah, so I'll
3: I'll use my my prepared action now. I low rolled. I only got a 16 to hit. Uh, That's a miss. That's a miss. Then it is back to Squeak.
2: Uh, Okay, can I reach in melee range? Uh, You would be able to get it within melee range, yeah.
4: Excellent. Uh, So then, yeah, you just see Squeak basically fly towards it um, and open his jaw and just be like, ah, and try to uh, bite into his shoulder. Ooh, that's not gonna hit though with a fourteen. Fourteen is a miss. Hmm. Yeah, you see the, you see this uh uh like venom kind of coming off of his teeth. I guess dust doesn't pierce, pierce the armor or anything. But yeah, I blow a fifth level spell slot. Oh Ooh. Ooh. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Okay, and and you are right next to them now. And Doug, it is your turn.
8: Yeah, so I'm going to sort of dive bomb down uh until I'll just before reaching them, and pull up and keep floating above the ground. And so I will just try to like, from about 10 feet back, just two barrels, center mass. All right, 19 to hit. 19's a hit. All right, so one of the two blasts hits for 11. And I I just want to say, hold it right there.
2: Yeah, force damage you see, like hits them on the shoulder uh, as they stand up now over Squeak. They're not huge. Um, not like a very big build, but now all of you get a pretty good look as this figure like looks around at all of you. You all see this metal visor across their uh, across their eyes, and they sort of bear these sharp teeth at all of you uh, with that short sword at their side and this like really long bow, this like jet black bow on their back. And then it is Tula. When he lands on the ground,
7: he unslings his shield from his back and brings out his long sword and he uh, walks towards the creature and looks down at his admiral's coat where the line had been cut through it. And as he does that, he looks back up at the creature, and you can see, like, his tattoo flares and his eyes just, like, grow. He just sort of mutters under his breath, sort of like, I thrifted for hours to find this jacket. And then, um, rages. (laughs) Rages and then also goes into a frenzy as his bonus action and is now going to make some... Attacks. (laughs) Attacks. <laughs> the first attack is probably is a miss for sure, and the second attack is a nineteen, which is a crit. <laughs> yeah, and that's a hit. <laughs> cool. Uh, no, nineteen. I rolled nineteen. Nineteen plus nine is twenty something. Twenty eight. So for oh, me, that's so a you crit. crit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Sweet. So a lot of things happen now, I guess, because that's what your tattoo does to you.
7: Yeah, my tattoo is magic. Okay, so I'm a berserker barbarian, which means that I get. One extra weapon dice every time I crit, and then from my tattoo, my Blood Fury tattoo, which is my which is my magical item, whenever I score a critical hit against a creature, that target takes 4d6 necrotic damage. So that's wow. 3d8 and 4d6. <laughs> that's 38 damage? Yeah, 38 damage. And I gain all the necrotic damage I dealt from my tattoo, I gain as temporary H- HP, also from the tattoo. Oh, okay. God.
2: And I wow. did wow. 21. I built everybody a very overpowered magic weapon, <laughs> except for you. That is a real magic item that exists <laughs> uh, on D&D Beyond, that tattoo. So at the end of your turn, like as you sort of like swing down with this huge attack and they barely manage to like sidestep out of the way, like limping on this bad leg now. And you literally suck some of their life essence out to power yourself up they swing their cape up around themselves as they spin and you see like scales sort of shimmer down the sides of the cape as they turn uh so it it looks like it's just black cloth but then suddenly all of these scales shimmer down the side of it and they buffet the cape outwards and you and squeak uh is anyone else on the ground
8: I'm i'm like 10 feet off the ground 10 feet back from them Okay, so you would
2: make a deck save as well.
6: And I think uh, I'm like 40 feet back or whatever.
2: 40 feet back? You're
6: okay. I, yeah. Uh, 20. 20. That's
4: 20 right, again. Squeak cannot be caught by deck saves.
3: <laughs> that 20. Yeah. Double that 20. <laughs> I,
2: I got an
6: 8.
5: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the two of you take no damage. Um, Tulip, you take 11 bludgeoning damage and you're knocked prone as this cape whips the air up in front of this guy and he also uses that momentum to move 20 feet away from you Can as he kind of just like glides across the ground. Does he provoke attack of opportunity with that? It doesn't say he doesn't,
4: so yes he does. (laughs) I'm like looking at my items and I'm like, I don't have a weapon. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have my ratapult. Can I use that as a weapon as my uh... I think think unless you have a feet, it's melee. Yeah, I think it has to be melee. Oh, then I guess my just my bonking stick 15. Uh, 15 is a miss. I think I'm just like swinging about wildly
2: in the air, getting blown back by this wind. Okay, so they fly away and then they begin their attack. You see them like reach back and pull out the bow and then at their side they have a quiver and you see him pull out one of these arrows that you've seen now in wish and bane Mm. with the sort of glowing head on it and then like counts all of you and puts it back and takes out a different arrow (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) and then he is going to shoot weak didn't damage him so he's going to shoot at doug okay
8: i'm going to use my ability entropic ward to impose disadvantage on that attack
2: Okay, so the first attack at disadvantage, that's a 14. Misses. Misses, okay. So he shoots the one, this arrow just like whizzes past you. The second attack- Yeah, as he
8: just gets like a flash of just a wall of eyes.
2: The second attack is a 22. Uh, That Right in the eye.
8: (laughs) Right in one of the many eyes. 17. And what kind of damage is it?
2: It is nine piercing. And seven, or sorry, eight fire. I take it all.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, and then Oof, the third doofa. attack, seventeen. That also hits the same. Seventeen again. I am unconscious. Ooh, dougie boy! Once again, that was exactly the amount of remaining
3: yeah, good points you had I had. 34 health, right? <laughs> uh, yeah,
8: thirty-four. <laughs> no. Yeah.
2: Did you take thirty-four damage from the explosion too? From the uh, from the house? I feel like you did. I, I don't know. I He popped a ton of uh, healing potions. Yeah, yeah he yeah. drank like five healing potions. <laughs> After the house, I was yeah. back to full health. Fires three times. One goes wide and two just like dig into each of your shoulders. And then you fall to the ground. The fly ends, but it just lowers you to the ground. You don't take that uh, the six from falling 10 feet. And then they are going to start running towards the forum. And it is Barnaby's turn.
5: Yeah, I guess uh, I'll call out to Carnation to give uh, old uh, Doug uh, a help and hand. uh, But my action, I'm going to use, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Doug, actually, is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to um, use my action to cast Cure Wounds. He gets uh, 10 health. (gasps) (gasps) Uh, By his eyes. (laughs) And I'm going to use my movement to chase after uh, that guy.
2: So then you would just be 10 feet behind him. Okay. And Brass, it is your turn.
6: I'm going to throw Firebolt at him for 19 to hit. 19's a hit. And at the same time, I'm going to send one of the meteors as a bonus action.
2: They make a dex save. 14.
6: Fail. He takes 16 fire damage.
2: So you see all of these meteors and the firebolt launch themselves at him and he sort of moves like he's going to try to get out of the way and they all hit him but you don't you see like he doesn't even flinch and in fact like as the fire moves over his body he kind of breathes in a little bit mm. uh and exhales this like breath of steam Okay. Uh, and smiles uh and like gives you a little salute
6: okay <laughs> that's unfortunate
2: do you want to chase at all or
6: i do want to chase I would like to chase.
2: Okay. So you could also be probably like 10-ish feet behind him. All right. Then it is Rusty.
3: Yeah, Rusty's gonna land, get his feet under him, draws heavy irons, and uh, first shot, I'm gonna do sharpshooter, and um, so is negative 5. Nat 20. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Wow. (laughs) Nat 20. Okay. Shit. And then they're... No one was within 5 feet of him, right? Like, I didn't… No. No, no sneak attack dice? Uh, so yeah, first shot was Sharpshooter, uh, which is plus 10. Second shot is a critical fail, covering the spread. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bonus action is a 2, which is, a 15.
2: Uh, yeah, so 2 misses and a hit.
3: Okay, so the only hit does 41 damage, and Oops. everyone gets that as temporary <laughs> HP. <Whoa. gasps> Within, within 30 feet. <gasps> holy moly what so 41 temporary HP
6: <laughs> what
3: didn't calculate <laughs> crits into that old magic item there
6: <laughs>
3: been um, hoping for that oh right Doug
8: stops breathing so heavily
4: <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what does this look like what about this is giving us this like infusion of life
3: Rusty kind of bears down with Delilah, his right hand gun, and <laughs> fires a shot, and when it hits, gnomish runes glow along the barrel, and magic aura spreads out and hits everyone and just kind of picks you up a little. And there's maybe you, you get, like, the smell of cactus roses. Little wow, 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 wow! Just, like, <laughs> feel. Oh, yeah, yeah the, right the, the The spirit of the range! comes upon you? Yeah. You see another
2: Warforged in the distance behind some mountains, like tip his hat at all of you and then turn around and walk away (laughs) and disappear into the heat. That's
3: my turn. I missed with the other two shots.
2: He is going to take that shot right through the shoulder. It pierces the cloak, pierces his armor. And as he like spins around to look at what's happening, he's going to flare that cloak up again. Uh, So Brass and Barnaby, Make a deck save. I've got a 12.
6: I've got a 22.
2: 22? Okay. So Brass, you're fine. Barnaby, 11 bludgeoning damage and you're knocked prone. No. If he uh, falls backwards and- on his shell, he can't get back up without assistance. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then he flies another like 20 feet forward. So he's 30 feet away from you now, Brass. And you can see that he's getting pretty close to the front of this forum. Squeak.
4: I'm just going to run forward till I'm within 30 feet range of it, and then you're going to see Squeak as this this feeling of the range washes over him. He (laughs) kind of stops and takes in a quick breath, puts his arms down to his side and then fires one arm up as a rat goes flying out the catapult (laughs) um, and slamming onto him as he can make a con save as the rat bites in a con save and casts
2: Blight. That's a 13. So that's... Oh, wait. Sorry. He's going to Legendary resisted.
4: Well, he still takes half damage. Uh, So 29 divided by half. Uh, 14. And what kind of damage is that? Necrotic damage. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just this like gross uh, diseased rat clamps onto him um, and and sinks its little tiny teeth in. Then it is Doug. All right, I'll get up and
8: fly forward 30 feet. Cock the the old shoddy, and fire off another two Eldritch Blasts. All right. Just glaring at this guy. Oh, and probably maybe missing. Wait, what's that? It's going to be an 18. No, not that good. 16 to hit.
2: 16 is a miss.
8: Yeah, it's the highest of the two rolls. Uh, So once again, just both go wide.
2: Yeah, they they both sort of like pock off these two like golden pillars that lead into the forum.
3: Does each barrel of the shotgun like... Have uh, eyelids and eyelashes around the openings at the end. I <laughs> oh, a... should. He, that's
6: his realistic.
3: eyes are upon you. <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> and Tulip, it's your turn.
7: I'm going to stand up, which costs me 20 feet of movement. Use my action to dash and run 60 feet so I can catch up. And then uh, I'll use from Frenzy to make a bonus weapon attack. 16 plus 9 is 20-odd, 25.
2: Probably a hit. That's a hit, yeah.
7: 14 damage,
2: and that's my turn. You can see them, like, breathing pretty heavy now as as all of you are bearing down on them. He actually, like, spins his cloak around him. Oh, actually, first of all, at the end of your turn, if you run up to him, he's going to attack you. Hmm. It is... Yep. 17 damage. It's the only amount of damage that this guy can do, okay. apparently.
7: Uh, <laughs> then I'm going to use my blood Furt Fury Tattoo to react and hit back with advantage.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. I wish he had that ability too, so you could stand there in between turns swinging <laughs> each
5: other <laughs> and really hitting back blood. and forth. Just Rocky to it.
2: <laughs> the infinite combo. Punch <laughs> each other till one of you dies.
7: <laughs> I rolled a 16 again, so 16 plus 9 is 25
2: that's a 13 damage 13 okay and then he's going to like throw that cape out behind him and all of the <laughs> all of the light in this area starts to like dim out and you see like these cracks sort of moving along the ground almost like lava is going to sputter out of them and he says haven't you ever heard you shouldn't mess with the watch and all of you make a wisdom save 17 to... 12 okay.
5: 15 22
2: uh, Okay, so Doug, you're okay. I got 21. Barnaby's okay. Tulip, what was yours? Three. Three. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Squeak, Brass. Brass, what was yours? Twelve. Twelve, yeah. Squeak, Brass, Tulip, and Rusty. You all become frightened. Oh, I can't Uh, be frightened while I'm raging then you're fine.
4: Uh, <laughs> Deep down, you know this is a really horrifying event. But
2: <laughs> you're just too angry to care. You can't even hear what he's saying. It's just like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> while you're like yeah. raising your sword again to smack him.
8: It's the l- 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 low rumble of rage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, just thinking of,
2: I'm just thinking about my coat. So you can't willingly move closer, mm-hmm. but you don't have to run away. It's not a terror thing. That's an action, so he can't disengage, so he's going to run away again. Yeah, I already already used my reaction, so I can't attack Oh, you did. Okay, right. I was a little bit afraid right there. (laughs) 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 Haven't you heard? You don't mess with the watch and then get his fucking head cut off right away. And Barnaby, it's your turn.
5: Yeah, all right. I'll use my action to dash again. Go, I guess, just 45 feet towards that door. And I'm gonna send Carnation in to check things out. Oh, Carnation, get eyes on this guy, please. And uh, and send Carnation in through.
2: Okay, so make a perception check for Carnation. 17. So yeah, Carnation sort of flies ahead of you and flies into the forum. Brass.
6: I'm gonna circle around the forum.
2: Uh, it is pretty like open air. Okay. Um, so there, there is like a domed sort of wall on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, like there's no ceiling.
6: Okay. I'm going to, um, circle towards the left.
2: And then at the end of your turn, you can repeat the wisdom save. Mm -hmm.
6: I net 20 to that.
2: Okay. At the end of your turn, you feel that fear, uh, drain away. Okay. Yeah. So on the outside here, along this wall, there's no, like, windows in, but you can see where these, like, pillars are sticking up and, like, supporting the roof of the forum. And then beyond that, you can see the tops of these, uh, trees okay. sticking up through. Then it is Rusty.
3: Yeah, Rusty will kind of sh- shake his head and, uh, um, yeah, circle around to the right of the forum.
2: If you're going to the right, you would kind of be able to see in through the door. Uh, what do I see? You don't immediately see anything, though. You see Barnaby, like, making his way into the forum. Okay. Um, but you don't, you don't see this figure. And because what's can't... your passive perception? That perception check had to be scared. It's twenty-one. You do see him then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you see him duck behind a pillar.
3: Because a sharpshooter, my ranged weapon attacks ignore half and three quarters cover. I'ma uh, open up on him. Push through the fear.
2: <laughs> do you just make them with disadvantage?
3: Okay. Uh, that's a miss. That's a twenty. Twenty is a hit. Okay. The first uh, shot is uh, sixteen damage, and then the bonus action uh, is critical.
2: You see them like yeah. ducking behind this pillar and you just shoot one corner. The hot lead of the gun like melts through the gold of this pillar oh. and you see it. Yeah. Tear a, a strip off of his cape.
3: Fucking cape. Then a wisdom save. Failed. Okay. So then we are back to Squeak. I can't find you, but they can.
4: <laughs> and using a my last fifth level slot, I'm going to cast conjure Animals to summon 16 swarms of rats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No. <laughs> I'm not entering those into initiative. <laughs> they they act as a group on the initiative. <laughs> okay. So if you want, oh. they can.
4: Find him and kill him. Uh, uh, yeah as you just see this like out of every crevice around just rats start piling everywhere and
2: moving forward in his general direction I'm gonna well we'll, we're gonna continue but make 16 perception checks
6: (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs>
2: He's hiding, and I'm gonna punish you as much as you're punishing me with it.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about us innocent
5: bystanders?
2: Uh, Doug, it's your turn. I'm gonna,
8: I'm gonna like continue. Having not been afraid, I can continue moving towards him. Yep. So
2: I will dash. So you, you could make your way into the forum. Uh, yep. What's your passive perception? Passives just 14. 14. Okay. So you see like the smoldering hole in the pillar from Rusty's shot, but you don't see this guy. There are my <laughs> all the highest is 17. Yeah, they also do not see him. What you do see and what those rats do see now that you're inside is a small cluster of figures like looking out through the door here at all of this commotion and noise. A female drow. You see three ticks Uh-oh. and you see Shard, tea leaf. Oh, shit and she's like turned and is looking at you with this annoyed expression on her face. And I think maybe we'll pause there.
3: Is there a one-liner uh, she can drop that we go out of? Uh, I'll fucking edit it in.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello, it's Mike Friday, your dungeon mom. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mox the Rain side quest. We are ready to get back in the full swing of regular Wonders and blunder stuff. As in the campaign that you're actually used to listening to. We recorded an episode today and it is a real banger. If the bangers that you listen to involve a lot of very cute and mostly directionless banter. But that's why you're here, right? Getting back into the swing of things means that we'll be talking more about our Patreon and our Discord, which we're hoping to start using a lot more actively in the future, but I won't bother you too much about those things now, but if you're curious about them, you can go to wonderandblunder.com and just find all the links and stuff that'll be there. And so instead of telling you to do anything about that, anything like going over to wondersandblunders.com and looking at all the links there and clicking on them and just doing whatever, you know, whatever comes to mind after that, I will just say, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week.
0: Goodbye.